welcome to Ethical Quandaries. I'm Jessica Veldstra. And I'm Denise Thompson. And today we have our reoccurring special guest, Joshua Veldstra. Hello, listeners. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> Joshua. We're going to talk about several things this episode. To start out, we're going to talk about the Gillette commercial. And Denise <laughs> has been like closing her ears and eyes and, and desperately like avoiding this on social media because she has not seen it yet. We made her not see it so that she could have fresh opinions while we watch it on air. Mm-hmm. They made me Long. wait like a month. <laughs> I know this is a little bit late, but I know, know. First it's late. impressions. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to have her watch it on air. If you guys don't know, there was some controversy, which I felt, well, I'll, I'll go into my opinion later but but there was some controversy about it and so we're gonna have denise watch it fresh with you okay push the play button okay i can (laughs) now for the first time now i don't want to because i've been waiting so long it's like christmas morning (laughs) (laughs) okay the me too movement against masculinity is this the best a man can get Is it? We can't hide from it. It's been going on far too long. We can't laugh it off. Who's the daddy? What I actually think she's trying to say. Making the same old excuses. <laughs> boys will be boys. Boys will be boys. Boys will be boys. But something finally changed. Allegations regarding sexual assault and there will be no going back because we we believe in the best in men men need to hold other men accountable smile sweetie come on to say the right thing to act the right oh, way bro. not cool not cool some already are in ways big no men and small. I am strong. But some is not enough. It's not how we treat each other, okay? Okay. Because the boys watching today will be the men of tomorrow. <laughs> so Denise is crying. <laughs> So, <laughs> Denise so I in thought, tears. I thought that, yes, and here I said I was going to be in tears on this episode. <laughs> I should have been worried about Denise. I did not expect, well, to be emotionally moved. It, okay, so I saw it for the first time on the Today Show, and they were like, there's controversy around this, and I was like, Literally, there should not be controversy around this. This is the most beautiful thing. And I think the media is making controversy about it. But then I talked to you, Joshua, and you were like, no, I don't know. Well, no, there shouldn't be controversy about it. (laughs) Everything was great. I think people just, I don't know. People have problems with everything. And they were like (laughs) throwing away their razors and stuff like that, which, I mean... Who shaves nowadays, anyway? I mean, <laughs> beards are in, so. so. That's what I was going to say. Um, As I'm gathering my emotions still. But I think that the only thing that, like, I saw that was 
was like that might be a little much was the boys at the like barbecue that were like wrestling and I, and i think people took it as they were boys wrestling but i think what they were trying to portray was bullying bullying yeah but Be- it but it's up. but it, it was kind of hard to see that it was bullying and because not you don't just... want two small children like beating the crap no, out of each but other but if they're rest <laughs> like if they're playing and they're wrestling then That's i could see thing, that but... like well you can't let them wrestle that's silly, but I think it was trying to say like, and they did mention bullying yeah, in there, like yeah. we can't allow bullying. So we're not working through this advertisement because we're no. assuming that the entire world. So already so seen it, watch it if you me. haven't seen it, but <laughs> but basically it shows. So what I've seen on it is like they were taking on toxic masculinity Mm -hmm. and i've seen a lot of pushback on toxic masculinity and saying well we can't that's man hating and Mm -hmm. what i want to say about there is that we've got two different definitions going on here i think masculinity is what people are saying well you know you can't you can't tear apart masculinity that's what about like saying oh well it's toxic femininity Mm -hmm. it's you know you're, you're tearing apart being a man and you're being against being a man. No, you're not tearing apart being a man. You're tearing apart this idea that men are violent, mm-hmm. that men are sexually abusive, and that's what means to be a man, is to be violent, to be sexually abusive, to be a bully, to be homophobic, mm-hmm. and to not respect women. And that's not what being a man is. That's right. what patriarchy right. says being a man is. Right. Actually, Feminism holds men to a higher standard, and I think that the standard that we should have is that men are wonderful people. They are not polar bears. Yeah, we are. <laughs> the We're men are awesome. not polar bears. They are they are able to be strong just as women are able to be strong, and they should be held to exactly the same uh, standard as women are as strong, capable people who are intelligent, who are capable of emotions, who are capable of respect, and that we should hold them to the mm-hmm. same standard as basically everyone. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. what feminism says. And patriarchy says that, no, they need to be in charge. And to be in charge, you need to bully and to be right, right. suppressing your emotions. Right. So I think that that's the difference because people are saying, well, it's taking apart masculinity and to be a man. No, you can be a man and be strong and be rough and tumble even but you Mm -hmm. don't have to we don't have to have those negative things tied up in masculinity well sometimes i think strength is and being quiet yeah Mm -hmm. sometimes or you know not fighting back sometimes i think it's easier to like be a bully well it's definitely easier Mm -hmm. to be a bully than it is to stand up to bullies and right and we saw there like people standing up to bullies training younger men and standing up and other men doing that and that's I feel like what I expect of men because honestly as a woman it's sometimes dangerous to stand up to those things because you'll get called out yourself if you say you know no to a cat caller who's calling out somebody else it's dangerous and so another man saying that it's there's gonna be more respect there so I mean like I thought that it was a fabulous commercial I, I mean obviously it made Denise cry. <laughs> it was beautiful. Yeah, it was actually it was beautifully filmed. I mean, honestly, there was so many good things in it. I love the part where like the guy is about to say something to the woman walking down the street, and the other guy stops him from doing mm-hmm. it. 
that's one of my favorite parts. And he and he didn't do it in a in a way that was like Super no, dude. Yeah. That's not cool. He would just he kind of like laughed it off, which like guys kind of do mm-hmm. a little bit to lighten diffuse. the mood. Yeah, diffuse someone like he's like, "Oh, not cool, man. Not cool." Which is like that's that was the like mm-hmm. perfect example of how like you do that. And right. I feel like I've seen guys do that. I've done that like mm-hmm. no, dude. Like just don't kind of thing and, and you just kind of laugh it off and mm-hmm. then they realize like oh that was stupid like what like because how many guys get a girl from catcalling right. on the street like probably none it's like that seinfeld yeah. episode what do you expect me to do kick off my heels and yeah. run after you yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and i'm honestly i'm not saying because they're they're ha- like not that like a woman would just go after a guy that did that but there are some women correct me if i'm wrong that may en- enjoy that and feel good about themselves. Yes. When someone very few, very few and far between. But mm. if a guy does that ten times a day, mm-hmm. do you think one of those women would be yeah, like, "Hey, he how you doing?" Chances, yeah, he definitely. Mm-hmm. Ups so his chances. I mean, then that's why guys do it because, mm-hmm. first of all, they don't care. Yeah. If they get rejected nine but times they, out of I ten, it's the one time I, that they get yeah. it that they're gonna feel great. And I don't think so. that they realize that they're causing fear. Mm-hmm. They're, they're like a, I've heard some interviews like on NPR about somebody who interviewed guys who were catcalling and they're like, no, I'm not causing fear, but they no, didn't realize are. that they were because yeah. like there's no right way to respond to that. And there's no. so many times that I've had a catcall and like you ignore it and the guy gets aggressive. You acknowledge right. it. You get the guy gets aggressive. You say something mean back. The guy gets aggressive. There's like nothing right. else you can, yeah. you can't do anything. And I've seen and I've seen a lot of like <sighs> people like women on Facebook screenshot these messages that they get Mm -hmm. constantly of guys saying like hey baby or sending a photo Mm -hmm. that they don't want (laughs) to see an unsolicited photo and they was it of mr van dyke (laughs) (laughs) yes um and and the woman responds like like this is inappropriate don't do this i don't want to see this Mm -hmm. i don't want to have anything to do with you then all of a sudden the guy gets so angry Mm -hmm. and then starts calling her names Mm -hmm. like well you're ugly and fat anyway yeah and i'm like what (laughs) you obviously didn't send this because you thought she was ugly and fat Mm -hmm. you sent it because you she you thought she was hot Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden now she's ugly and fat Mm -hmm. because she rejected you like it's it's ridiculous i see those every day on facebook and i'm glad those women call those guys out Mm -hmm. and i don't think they should blur or cross out their names (laughs) i think they should be called out every single time or just you know messages to your their mother yeah yeah. (laughs) send it to their girlfriend or wife or mom (laughs) honestly it's stupid Well, one of the things with toxic masculinity is the complete denial that it even exists. Mm. Right. Like, that it doesn't exist, that this is something that's made up. And I think that that's just a privilege of not having to live with it. With it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Even even men, I think, that aren't toxic will deny it and say this doesn't exist. Because they never do it. Like, there's men that are like, I never, I don't know what you're talking about. I never would do this. Yeah. So what are you dealing with? Um, but That's they're not dealing with the daily 1,000 things you do as a woman because it's mm-hmm. safe right. or yeah. because they never even thought about it. Yeah, and I feel like the not all men argument mm-hmm. is just, getting really old. It's getting, I actually hate it when I see guys. Like, like when, when it's sometimes like when someone posts something like men are trash. Like, yeah, it's true. <laughs> but then there's always that guy that says not all guys. I'm like, shut up. 
Like, obviously. The whole, the whole thing, like, but, the whole thing with, with yes, all women was, uh-huh. it says, says nothing about all men. It says mm-hmm. every woman has experienced some kind of harassment yeah. in their yeah. life. Every single woman I've ever talked to mm-hmm. has experienced yeah, this. Even and the ones that will deny it deny, up and down and, and then, then you, you ask si- them. You ask them specific questions. Have you ever been catcalled and felt unsafe? Well, yeah. Has anybody ever touched you and you didn't want them to? Well, sure. I mean, <laughs> what would you do if you were in a parking garage by yourself and there was a man walking towards you? What would you do? And they'll tell you what they, they would do. Right. You know what a man would do, though? Mm-hmm. He wouldn't do the same thing. He wouldn't would do, do anything. No, he would just... He, he, would just, he, wouldn't, he wouldn't even, even know. <laughs> he wouldn't even yeah. think about it. Yeah. Men have a certain amount of privilege and they don't even think about it and you know a lot of them don't think about it because they would never do these things and they're, so they're not seeing it on a daily basis whereas all women see it on a daily basis and mm-hmm. and the whole mm-hmm. point of not all men just shows again you're making it about men again right. <laughs> this is a whole, the whole thing about women and you're making it about men right. Since we're talking about toxic masculinity, <laughs> it'll segue easily into sports ball. Right. Right, it will. And not, <laughs> clarification, we don't assume that only men like sports ball. No. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Um, but I am a huge sports fan, and I love all the sports. All sportsy. All sportsy things. And Jessica uh, and I... Don't. <laughs> I like I sports. The, I like the Olympics. <laughs> right. And... Denise has said that you like you like hearing the stories before the games. Like you you want someone to root for because they do like a like a bio. A bio of this person, where they came from, what their family is like, mm-hmm. and then you're like, "Now I know who to root for." Mm-hmm. Which is great, I think. Which I think is what just gets you into sports. Yeah. To begin yeah. with. Cuz they're people. And I just don't know anything They're just about like them. us. <laughs> Only millionaires <laughs> and better at things. Certain things. <laughs> right. <laughs> Right. Ball things. Ball things. Yeah, one thing that I wanted to talk about was football. And how... Is that a type of sports ball? That is... (laughs) It is a type of sports ball. So what I wanted to discuss with the ladies is when a professional athlete is abusive outside of the sports arena, so to speak. So like someone like Kareem Hunt which is the most recent, I believe, in players. He abused a woman in a hotel room, kicked her, all these things, which was awful. And the team that he was on kicked him off the team, which I think is Mm -hmm. great and wonderful. But that doesn't mean he got kicked out of the NFL. Um, He actually just recently got signed to another team. Oh, yeah. What team is that so I can root against them? <laughs> well, it's not hard to root against this team oh, no. because they always lose. The Cleveland Browns, oh, okay. who is one of the worst teams in the league, who are getting better. But, yeah, he got signed to them for like a one-year deal. I don't remember how much money, but it seems to me that that is a problem in the sports ball world. Like, <laughs> you should lose your job. Right. Like, you should not be able to play again. And there was a kind of a rash of allegations. Is this the person that hit somebody in the elevator? That was Ray Rice, who so, uh, I believe played as well. Okay. So, I mean, like, this is... I don't, it happens. I don't follow... In hotel rooms, for some reason. <laughs> in or right outside elevators. Maybe because they're always traveling? Oh, yeah. They are always traveling. So, yeah. yeah. And, well, and their hotel rooms also have... 
surveillance cameras, yeah. which is, yeah. I mean, well, not something you'd have in your home, so it's a little bit right. more catchable. Yeah. But which is wonderful, mm-hmm. unless your photography equipment equipment gets stolen. <laughs> and then they don't, don't have cameras. cameras, and then all of a sudden they don't have cameras. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting how it works. So. Is all of this just reiterating the fact of why Jessica hates football? <laughs> Here's the thing is, is that football is one of those things that is super aggressive. And so mm-hmm. you're used to punching somebody really, or not punching, but like <laughs> hitting somebody yeah. Yeah. really hard. What games you, are you watching? You as a football player, your job is to, is to be violent. Mm-hmm. So is and that that's tra- hard. Is that training somebody to, to be more violent? And then you also have on top of that, multiple head concussions which can right. also cause you yeah. to not feel there but there be... but it's but it's obviously not an excuse because no. there are hundreds it's of football players who, who are not like that right so that's obviously not an excuse because right. there's hundreds and hundreds of football players they are not mm-hmm. violent uh, outside of the sport itself who mm-hmm. get hit in the head and all of that as well so you know if you're getting paid thousands and or millions, millions of dollars yeah. mm-hmm. and representing a public sport you'd think that you'd get fired if you engage in criminal activity mm-hmm. especially a domestic abuse i mean like if i had a domestic violence conviction i'd mm-hmm. get fired i'm not on the public spotlight so what we're doing is we're valuing these people more because they can throw a ball and they can mm-hmm. yeah oh, well it's a run it's, fast no it's just a money game so if you win more games, you get more money. The team does. Mm-hmm. So if you want to make more money, you're going to... This guy who just did this kicked this girl in the hotel room, Kareem Hunt, he's a really good football player. Oh. Mm-hmm. So a team's going to sign him because they're going to make more money if they win more games because he's on a team. So it's more important. And so money's more important when well, it comes down the, to it. Money in, is always in the NFL. Them. At least, I mean, it's in. Every, I mean, when you're dealing with billions and billions <laughs> and billions of dollars, mm-hmm. everything's gonna be dirty about it. Right. You, you can't not be. Okay. So sports so ball, it, namely football, uh-huh. is unethical, is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way Hon- for it to be ethical. Mm-hmm. Honestly. Or the at least answer the val- is yes. The value I don't think there is. And the billions of dollars that we put, so the value mm-hmm. that we place on it is unethical, I would say, because shouldn't, like, teachers and, like... Of course. We're the, but we're the ones... <laughs> uh-huh. Who do that. Who do it. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. not like someone <laughs> it's is, not like... like they're making all this us. money without... Yeah, the, the government, the government is, is like, not saying, like, football players should get paid this much. <laughs> no. No, it's, it's we're private. the ones who yeah. do it. Mm-hmm. Whether you think that... You're, even if you don't watch football, you're probably paying somehow into their salary. Oh, oh definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I own a pair of Nikes. I'm sure <laughs> that I pay someone's salary. Right. But there's so, also... I, I pay Colin Kaepernick's salary. <laughs> well, cause Wait, he, how do you do that? Because you own Nike. Nikes? He's employed by Nike. I own so much Nike stuff and I love it. <laughs> so, getting into that, this is the part that I thought was going to make me cry. <laughs> so, we're going to... Um, I really feel like I segued that <laughs> nicely. Nice, nice work. We can continue to pay and hire people who abuse women, mm-hmm. but people who peacefully protest... Violence, we no longer employ. Is that correct? Right. <laughs> That's where, like, man, if they made a movie about, well, which they have, several movies about NFL and the behind the scenes things, 
Concussion? Is mm-hmm. that the name of that movie? It's the Will Smith one. Mm-hmm. So good. But there's so much behind the scenes mm-hmm. stuff that is just ridiculous. But so, if you don't know, which would be hard not to, even if you don't follow <laughs> football. So, with the all the police brutality that's going on in America, I think it was 2016, I think, is yeah. when he started to... He sat during the national anthem, and then he started to kneel mm-hmm. for the national anthem. And the reason he changed his position from sitting to kneeling is because he talked to a veteran mm-hmm. who suggested that he he talked to him, and they, they had a conversation, mm-hmm. and the veteran said that kneeling was a respectful act. Yeah, yeah. And I would agree. I mean, like, if like, you see people kneeling in front of a cross all the time, yeah. that's a respectful yeah. position. I However, agree. it is also a position of oftentimes reverence and mourning. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, mm-hmm. I always looked at it this way. I mean, we're watching a sports game. What happens when you're watching the sports ball game and someone gets hurt? Everyone, they, kneels. everyone kneels down in until any they're level, taken. Any level of sports, from middle school to professional. Well, for some reason, not in the NBA, they don't do that. But, like, if it's on a field, they all take a knee every time someone gets hurt. Mm-hmm. So you take a knee when Both someone teams, gets hurt. Yeah. So, to me, yeah. I've always taken it that... He sees people he, get hurt. There's a hurt, mm-hmm. and your yeah. country is mm-hmm. hurting, mm-hmm. and you're taking a knee, and that's yeah. a peaceful protest. Whereas, if I could play the devil's advocate... Please do. I've heard many people say, police brutality is non-existent. <laughs> <laughs> Those people obviously live in some serious privilege because if you look at actual statistics it is oh they'll quote you statistics oh <laughs> yeah, of course well they will. okay so here's the thing this is also a definition issue some people talk about racism and they mean that ku klux klan member that is ranting on you know the internet who hates black people that's what they see as racist mm-hmm. what a lot of other people, including myself, mean as racism, is the institutional and implicit bias that we all have due to hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years of being taught and laws and all of that coming together so that even black people, black cops, have this implicit bias and are and are targeting other black people. So one of the things that we did in college is one of these famous studies that you have to pair a white face or a black face with a good or bad word. And so you see white faces and you need to pair them with like, for one test, you have to pair them with good words and black faces with bad words. And then you they switch, but they always oh, yeah, start you. Test. They they start you off. It's a great test. They start you I off. Nailed it. <laughs> they start you off. <laughs> I don't know if it's a pass or fail. Is it? So they don't. They don't. They don't. They don't. Um, they don't always start you off with the same one. So right. sometimes you start with uh, white faces with bad words. Sometimes mm-hmm. you start out with black faces with bad words. Mm-hmm. But anyway, you have to pair them. So what they've shown over the across the board, including black people, including all sorts of races, is that the black faces get paired quicker. The time is faster with 
um, bad mm. words. And so that's what they're talking about implicit bias. So when you have a spur of the moment reaction, which a lot of police officers have, your and you your do neurons, have to work fast. You have to work fast. Your neurons mm-hmm. automatically fire this way because of the society that we're given it. Now, if you actually had to think about it, you had a chance to like go right. through your thought process. You're never gonna do that. Right. You're you're not like this Ku Klux Klan member. You you're not outwardly trying to discriminate by race. But that is the society that we've been raised in. Well, That's, and the, yeah, and the media. And the media includes that, and they put... As far as Hollywood, yeah. Yeah, Hollywood does it. If a black person is engaged in a crime, they're more likely to show the mugshot than a white mm-hmm. person. So all of these things can combine to make this implicit um, bias and this institutional bias. For example, even in, like, we talked about this in cannabis. As soon as black people or Hispanic people started using cannabis... Then it got outlawed and it was mm. to a very high standard. Right. The laws on crack versus cocaine use. So crack had a much higher incarceration, um, incarceration and a much higher sentencing because people who were minorities were much more likely to use it than people who use cocaine, which is mm. like more the Hollywood richer set. So yeah. <laughs> even even though it's basically the same drug, Cocaine's just so much more fun. (laughs) It's basically the same drug. It's the same thing. But the the, the people who were more marginalized were more likely to use it, so therefore the sentencing is higher. That's what we're talking about when we're talking about racism and institutional racism. And so we're talking about two different things. And so some people are looking at this and are like, well, I don't think my cop is racist. Well, he's not, he's not trying to be. Right. <laughs> he is yeah, not, not sitting there going to, to say, oh, I'm going to pick on that black dude over there. Right. He is just doing his best mm-hmm. or he, she is doing her best to make good reactions. And we all have it. And, and, you know, and I think that the problem is, is that we can support our police officers more by having continued training about this and like i don't think that anybody should be against training like because in child protection we have disproportionality where we have more native alaskan kids in our custody than would be the percentage of our population so we're constantly getting training about this we're constantly fighting against this well that's in my sphere i don't think that you know social workers and child protection people are bad people i think that we can always learn how to do this better right and so, like, I think, yeah, training for police officers well, are something that we just training need to for have. Training for police that. officers is also going to help with mm-hmm. trauma for yes, them. Yes, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Because if you get into a situation where you're quick thinking, your brain tells you this is dangerous, mm-hmm. yeah. you end up acting in this mm-hmm. way because it's a danger mm-hmm. to you, and then you've hurt someone or you've killed mm-hmm. someone, and then you've got to deal with the, the consequences, consequences of that, of that too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't think there's any, well, I'm sure there is, but... Not too many police officers are going to be really stoked if they shoot someone. No, yeah. If there happen to be a black person, they're not going to be like, "Yeah, got him." Like mm-hmm. they're going to be, they're going to have to devastated. Deal with that yeah, with the rest of their life. Most, mm-hmm. yeah, most. We're going to just assume that most of them are good. There's always yeah. a bad apple here and there, you know. But that's not who we're talking about. It's yeah. a vast majority. Yeah. Yeah. And so, him being able to use his privilege as a football player to Mm -hmm. bring attention to this in a mournful, respectful way and then having people just hate him for it and just deny it. Well, because they say that it's not respectful. You're not respecting the flag. Well, and they're and they're more they're more saying that he's not respecting the military who gives him the right to be able to do that. But how was the military the same thing as the flag or the national it's anthem? It's not. 
because people think that the military is defending our flag and that's like a symbol of what the military does so people have died for us to wave that flag exactly and which i get like i like there i have absolutely nothing against the military or people are in the military i think they're sacrifice their lives for us and i think they should be rewarded way more than they are but don't you think that the people in the military are actually fighting for freedom which includes freedom of speech which includes our right to protest yes absolutely (laughs) and that's the thing it's like he he has the right to do Mm -hmm. that because of these people who have fought for our country and defend our country for the right of that and so that's the part that i don't get it's like yes he does have the right let him do it it's peaceful he's not burning down shops (laughs) he's not looting he's not doing any of that like, he's literally kneeling for a song. Would you feel different if he was burning the flag or stomping on it? Ooh, that's a good question. Yeah, I think I would. As a, e- Even as though a, that is a protest that's not necessarily a violent yeah, protest. I think that I, as a, as a split-second judgment, yes, <laughs> I think that would be way more difficult to handle. Mm-hmm. Because... I don't know why because because it seems more destructive even yeah destructive and more like a middle finger to it's less uh, so like what you guys said before like kneeling is like an act of reverence or an act of mourning Mm -hmm. like when someone gets hurt or like kneeling at the cross or kneeling at a grave Mm -hmm. like burning a flag seems awful (laughs) I don't know why But it just, it, I guess burning a flag seems more hateful than kneeling while you're singing the national anthem. I feel like if you're kneeling during a national anthem, it, it's actually more reverent than burning a flag, I guess. Yeah. But well, that's I mean, a great, that's I a guess great the, question. The, my question actually. is, you yeah. know, we're being hit with this, you know, and I've heard some military people say that's his right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've heard others be interviewed and like, that's a slap in the face. Mm-hmm. And then of course that goes into just everyone daily has their opinion. Yeah. Actually, they did one of those, what would you do on that? Mm-hmm. That just came out oh, and I just I watched it and it was, it was really good if you have a chance to watch mm-hmm. the, what would you do? And it was interesting because there was a table with a man and a woman. They're both in the Marines, I think, mm-hmm. the woman and the man, and they had two totally... The woman was like, that's your right. Mm-hmm. That's what I fought for. And the man was like, no, that's so offensive. Yeah. <laughs> but it was drilled in us as children mm-hmm. that these people burning the flags oh, were, yeah. you know, terrorists or mm-hmm. anti... You know, these horrible, horrible people, you'd see them on the news. And then, you know, keep the flag from touching the ground. Like, it was this yeah. humongous yeah. deal. So mm-hmm. to put... Not only it on the ground, but to put it under someone's foot mm-hmm. seems so disrespectful. But then right. at the same time, you know, it is protest and it's not necessarily hurting anyone mm-hmm. physically. Right. So, yeah, you, we definitely do have our standards still that we're yeah. keeping. Mm-hmm. So, so um, if he did that, I think it wouldn't quite be as mm-hmm, split. Mm-hmm. But, but the difference is not that. No. I, think, I think burning the flag... Is almost showing like I hate America. Like, that's that's does, in my opinion that we're destroying something that represents the country. And kneeling says I'm sad for our country, mm-hmm. which I think is yeah. too. Which, different and things. the other thing is, is that with a protest like that, you're not saying I hate America. You're no, saying I want America to be better, and I want us to address this. Do problem. you want America to be great again? <laughs> Just tell me when it wasn't great. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Because it's like, 
like that you... Mm, it was never great <laughs> no. for anybody but white dudes. <laughs> it's, it's true. I don't... No. And I think, honestly, it really wasn't it can, that great for them even, either. Even then. Because like, as we said, patriarchy Gillette, hurts men. Like Gillette, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. it's that concept. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it, it hurts men to be under that. So, for sure. So, yeah, let's let's make it better <laughs> than it ever American was better. before. <laughs> let's make let's continue to make it better. <laughs> What's our ethical product for the week? Our ethical product is Fresh. Fresh Card Company. Awesome. I'm always talking about card companies, I feel like, but no. there's some really great ethical card only, companies. I think yeah, we've only done one other one. Well, it feels like more than one. (laughs) (laughs) So they are ethical because they're 100% recycled. They use 100% recycled paper. They are super funny, which of course makes them ethical. (laughs) (laughs) They're soy-based inks and optimized ink usage. They have a completely biodegradable compostable cello sleeve, which is really important Mm. to me because, you know, when you buy your cards and they come with a plastic wrap and then you just pull it off and throw it away? That's bio, um, yeah. Yeah, that's biodegradable and and compostable. They actually are extremely affordable. Yeah. They're about $4.50. A card. A card, which is like at the grocery store, you just get, you know, an average card and it's uh, $4 at least and to about $8. And they are hysterical yeah for example there's one that says you are the sweatpants of my life cozy warm and the only thing i want after a long day (laughs) my favorite card is the one that has the ribbon and it says you're fucking killing it (laughs) (laughs) so yeah yes lots of curses Uh but yeah they're super funny you can get them online or find a local retailer Mm -hmm. Oh, wait, here, Joshua, here's one for your next birthday. It says, happy birthday, bitchachos. Bitchachos. <laughs> I like that. So thank you for joining us here at Ethical Quandaries, a podcast where we have a lot of questions. But, but no, no answers. answers. And we're <laughs> judging you anyway. Technical support and photography by Tip Kingsley. Consultation by Mid Toker. Production music by EpidemicSound.com. Editing by me, Jessica Veldstrom. If you have an ethical quandary or a comment, Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Remember, if you enjoy the show, please rate, review, and subscribe. And support our work at patreon.com.